Hello, Rav Judy here. Welcome to Masechet Moed Katan. We will be studying Masechet Moed Katan with a dedication towards the merit of Rafur Shlema for Kalman Yitzchak ben Sarabluma, and also in, all, in honor of all the Chayalim, all the idea of soldiers past and present, and wishing for their safety. As we begin Moed Katan, it's appropriate to just give a little bit about the name. So Moed is a holiday. So Moed Katan would mean small holiday. What is the small holiday? The small holiday is the in-between days of both Pesach and Sukkot, namely Chol HaMoed. Chol HaMoed, think about that language. Chol means secular or mundane, not holy. Moed means holiday. So it's the secular within the holiday, meaning it's the partial holiday. So it's the Moed Katan. Now, uh, very often people see Cholamoid days as like, oh, they're not the Yom Tov days. They're not the beginning or end of Pesach or Sukkot. They're kind of days you could do whatever you want. However, actually, as one learns more about the Halacha, there are quite a number of restrictions. And actually, I would phrase them less as restrictions and more as fulfillments of the holiday. Meaning, these are not regular days within a holiday. These are holiday days that happen to have some leniencies to allow for a variety of activities that are designed to make the holiday or the in-between days of the holiday more pleasant. In other words, we'll get to this later, but as a matter of course, one's not supposed to do business or even frankly do malacha, do various things that we don't do on Shabbat or Yom Tov, various creative endeavors. We don't do them unless they're going to be either helpful for the holiday, in which case now it becomes permitted. So what it is is it's it still has the same standard default, which is that we care about the holiday rules and not doing malacha on Cholomoed, but for the fact that if it makes the holiday more enjoyable, there is a massive loophole that allows for that. Similarly, if something's going to be a loss, one's not supposed to go to work, but if there's going to be a loss as a result of that, one's not supposed to transact business, but if there's going to be a loss as a result of that, so okay, there are leniencies, leniencies available, but we're still supposed to try and keep the holiday spirit as much as possible. With that in mind, we enter into so we're talking here about a field, uh, field, you know, one's growing, whatever they're growing, um, but that needs to, the field needs to be irrigated. And so the question is, how is one allowed to do that during Moed, so Moed being Chol HaMoed here, the intermediate days of the holiday, or also the same rules apply to Shemitah year, the sabbatical year, when we're supposed to allow the field to lie fallow. By similar, dint of similar rules, if one is uh, in Shemitah, one's not supposed to irrigate their fields, work their fields, etc., but one is allowed to do things that would prevent a loss from coming, just like one is allowed to prevent a loss on Cholomoed. So one's allowed to irrigate their their field that requires irrigation. If it doesn't require irrigation, you can't do it because that would be a violation of working the field on Cholomoed or during Shemitah, during the sabbatical year. However, if one uh, is doing so because the field requires irrigation and things will die, it will destroy the field or the crops, then one is allowed to do so during Cholomoed or during the Shemitah year. Whether we're doing so from drawing a, you know, drawing like an irrigation channel from a spring that is uh, that has already been around for a bit, it's an established spring, it's not very hard, draw an irrigation channel and allow that to, uh, to flow to one's plants. Um, but even Mimayan even from a new Mayan, a new um, a spring. So one might have thought that this would be a concern because if it's a new spring, maybe it's not reliable and maybe we'll feel the need to do some, some work to build adjustments and supports and make the spring better. No, we're not worried about that. It's still okay. What you're not allowed to do is one's not allowed to irrigate from rainwater, meaning a, some sort of like a, a little cistern, like a pool, 
or even a deeper uh, rainwater pool, like a deeper well, because those require effort. There's a lot of work involved. When the pool gets shallow, you have to like, go all the way down, bring a bucket, schlep it up, or lower down a bucket. There's just a lot more work involved. When we were just talking about drawing an irrigation, irrigation ditch, you know, take your, take your foot, walk over to the spring, and kind of just drag your foot to create a little channel in the mud that will send water to your crops or something like that, that's not a big deal. But if you're going to start schlepping buckets, so that's too much. And so from rainwater pools or wells, that's not okay. We also don't do things to, like, uh, an ugia is a cake, but it's, it's making like a little ditch around grapevines to catch and hold water. That's a more significant agricultural endeavor. That's not something that we would do on Cholomoid or during the Shemitah year. So things that are really easy that'll keep it from dying, that's fine. Things that are much more substantial are to be avoided.